You're listening to the UBC Medicine Learning Network. Hey listeners, welcome back to Metamorphosis, a podcast designed to help medical students navigate their medical careers. My name is Ali, and I'm a fourth year UBC medical student. I'm recording this episode from my home, which is located on the traditional, ancestral, and unceded territories of the Musqueam, Tsleil-Waututh, and Stolo nations, and I'm grateful to have lived, learned, and worked on these lands for many years. This is episode one of It Makes Sense a mini-series from Metamorphosis that's aimed at helping medical students learn about basic personal finance, a topic not usually covered during medical school. On today's episode, I'll be covering student loans. Specifically, I'll discuss why I think most students would benefit from taking on student loans. Then I'll talk about how student loans are administered in the province of British Columbia. Next, I'll move on to a brief overview of how you can apply for student loans. And finally, how your student loans will eventually need to be repaid. Part 1 why you should apply for a student loan. The number one reason you should borrow money from anyone at any time is because you need the money. Medical school is expensive. From the rising cost of tuition to rising inflation that continues to increase the cost of living, most students will need additional support through student loans in order to finance their medical education. The second reason you should apply for a student loan is because you want access to the cheapest form of debt during your study period. Student loans in British Columbia do not accrue, or in other words, collect, any interest. This is different than using your line of credit, which I'll cover in another episode. The amount of student loans you take out is the exact amount that you'll have to pay back after you're finished your medical training. And the final reason that you should apply for student loans is if you want access to additional free money. When you apply for a student loan, you're automatically considered for provincial and federal government grants for low and middle income students if that applies. This means you can be eligible for thousands of dollars in additional non-repayable funds, aka free money. Additionally, receiving a student loan also makes you eligible to apply for more free money in the form of a bursary from UBC, which is another source of funds that never needs to be repaid. Part 2. How are student loans administered in BC? In the province of British Columbia, student loans are managed by Student Aid BC, a division of the government of British Columbia. Loans provided by Student Aid BC are integrated loans, meaning that each loan has two loaning entities, namely the BC government and the government of Canada. This enables students to get larger funding amounts delivered in a single disbursement. Similarly, when it's time to repay your loan, you make a single loan repayment each month, which is automatically divided to cover both your provincial and federal loan balances. Part 3. How do I apply for a student loan in British Columbia? Applying for a student loan in BC is far easier than applying to medical school. You'll need a few things in order to apply, including a valid BC Services card verified on the BC Services card mobile app, as well as your most recent income tax notice of assessment. If you don't have this, it's probably likely that your parents do, so check with them. You're eligible to apply for a student loan up to six weeks before your study program ends. Typically, the earliest you are able to apply for a student loan for any new school year, starting August to September, is around early June or so. Note, applying early is really important. In order to access additional funding through UBC bursaries, you must have already applied for a student loan. The UBC bursary deadline varies with each academic year, so ensure that you apply well before this deadline to ensure you have received student loan approval ahead of the UBC bursary application deadline. 
Remember, bursary money does not have to be repaid. You can begin your application by going to www.studentaidbc.ca. Additionally, if you are someone with a disability, there are both provincial and federal level assistance programs and grants available to offer more financial support throughout your studies. Head over to the Student Aid BC website to learn more about these as well. Part 4. How do I repay my loan? The first step to understanding repayment is understanding the concept of interest. By definition, interest is the monetary charge for the privilege of borrowing money, where money you borrow is referred to as principal. Your total loan balance is the combination of principal and interest. While you're registered as a student, your student loan does not accrue any interest. At the end of your studies, a six-month grace period is provided to you before monthly payments on your student loan are expected. Normally, at the end of your studies, interest will begin to accrue on the federal portion of your student loan. However, in a November 2022 decision by the Liberal government, no interest will be charged on the federal Canada student loans portion. Additionally, as of February 2019, the BC provincial government has eliminated interest on the provincial portion of student loans as well. All this to say, if you have taken out a student loan in British Columbia, you'll only be required to pay back the loan amount or the principal, because neither BC nor the federal governments are charging interest on student loans. You can start to repay your loan at any time. However, most students will begin loan repayments after graduation as they begin to earn income through working as salaried resident physicians. Loan repayment will begin on the first day of the seventh month after either completion of your full-time studies or potentially withdrawing from classes. You will receive a consolidation agreement from the National Student Loans Service Center 45 days before entering the repayment period. This agreement will detail the outstanding loan balances, the monthly payments, and their due dates, as well as the interest rate being charged on the loan balance and the bank account from which the payments will be withdrawn. However, note, currently, no interest rate will be charged on the loan. Again, you can make a payment anytime to reduce your student loan. In order to make additional payments, you log into your National Student Loan Service Center account to make a payment via your bank. The first step to repayment is deciding on whether or not you would like to pay a fixed or floating interest rate on the loan. But again, since interest is not being charged on the provincial or the federal portions of student loans at this time, I won't go into further detail about this. However, most people have questions about whether fixed or variable rates are generally better regardless of who they're borrowing money from. Which rate should you pick? There's no clear answer, but in the last several months, we've seen the Bank of Canada respond to inflation by continuing to increase interest rates. Therefore, it may be more beneficial to lock in a fixed rate if you anticipate that rates will continue to rise. However, if we look at the data historically, variable rates have generally fared better than fixed rates when considering longer amortization periods, such as 10 years or longer. The other decision to make is regarding the amortization period, which is the time that it will take you to pay off your student loan. The default term is 114 months, or about nine and a half years. This means your payments will be divided over 114 months which is the shortest term available, and this results in larger monthly payments. This can be increased up to 174 months or 14 and a half years, which would decrease your monthly payments. There's a helpful calculator available from the Government of Canada to determine which repayment timeline is best for your financial needs. You can give this a quick Google to find it. Part 5. 
Are there more advanced strategies for loan repayment? In short, yes. Other strategies include paying off your student loan with available space from your line of credit to take advantage of potentially better interest rates or repayment terms. There are also a number of loan forgiveness programs across the country, including a BC program that will forgive up to 20% of the provincial portion of your integrated loan for each year of service in an underserviced community. Resident physicians also qualify for this forgiveness program, so be sure to check this out if it's of interest to you. These more niche topics are beyond the scope of this introductory episode, but hopefully I'll be able to discuss them sometime in the future. So that about wraps up this episode of the Metamorphosis Podcast, and episode one of my mini-series called It Makes Sense, C-E-N-T-S for reference. Thank you all for tuning in to season four of our podcast. There's plenty more exciting content headed your way from a diverse group of medical students. If you have any questions about anything covered in this episode, reach out to us via Instagram at Metamorphosis Podcast, and be sure to follow or subscribe to our podcast wherever you're listening to it so that you're notified whenever we launch a new episode. See you next time. This has been a presentation of the UBC Medicine Learning Network. 